Welcome to the Musicians Toolbox. I'm Andrew. And I'm Angela. And today we have the episode of the mini series for our second season. And Angela, what is the second season about? So we were kind of thinking that lots of people like to kind of hit a reset at the beginning mm -hmm. of the year. And most people hit that reset button and then they get a little <laughs> distracted or yeah. overwhelmed or there's lots of different things that can go on, but usually we kind of forget about New Year's resolutions or whatever it is that you call it. Yeah. Because some people think that's a swear word. So <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> um, so we wanted to have something that could kind of re-initiate, yeah. reset those kinds of goals if you are like anyone <laughs> like myself. Like both of us. <laughs> um, and you've perhaps lost a little bit of vision on that. Yeah. So the four, well, first of all, we kind of focused more on like mental health mm -hmm. and experience because I think that no matter how much you practice, it really starts with like being a whole person in anything that you do, not just music, but um, it's helpful in music. <laughs> so, sure. so we focused more kind of on the mental health side of things, emotional side for mm -hmm. the season, which you've probably mm -hmm. figured Noticed. out <laughs> by listening. I mean, we had counselors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so these four episodes are also kind of focused on that. We've mm -hmm. got time management and stress management mm -hmm. and then reflections of 2020, yeah. because I think it's good to go back and see where we've come from. And then the last one is how you get out of a rut. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And something that's um, new this season is that we are going to do a giveaway. So if you've seen some of those stickers that we have around, that we are giving away 10 stickers. And so um, we want you to keep um, in touch with us on our social media so that you can get those stickers and so that you can see our future guests and the future topics and all of that new information. So make sure you go to the social media platforms to get all of the details for the giveaway. And our handle is um, the Musicians Toolbox. Um, and there will be links in the description too in the show notes. So you can go there to get your information. Mm -hmm. So I guess let's move on to the episode and talk about these topics. Here we go. So hopefully you can relate to this question. Um, I feel like most people, it's part of the human condition. We get into bouts of lack of motivation, sometimes referred to as ruts. Mm -hmm. um, so when you've been stuck in a rut, what are your ways to get past it or get out of it? <clears throat> I love that question because you're right. It is, there are many common denominators amongst us all, but the R-U-T word is one of them, right? <laughs> it's almost like a four-letter word, the R-U-T word, right? But, but what comes into my mind is the Jahari window principle that I remember when I was 18 in college taking a communication class and I learned about the Jahari window and it was fascinating to me. So, you know, we, I think most of us know it, but it's a window that's divided into four quadrants. And so we have the one quadrant, which is what I know about myself and what others know about me. And then the next one is what I know about myself, but others don't. And then the third quadrant is what others know about me, but I haven't seen yet. And then the fourth quadrant is what I haven't seen and what others haven't seen in me. And I can't stand that. I want to be the very best person that I can possibly be. 
And so whether it's what others are seeing in me that I haven't seen yet or what nobody has seen yet in me, I have found the biggest way to get out of that unmotivated rut for me is to attack those unseen things. And how do I do that? It's by reading a book. There's a little storybook called The Phantom Toll Booth. And if you haven't read it, it's delightful. It's about an inch thick. It's, it's a children's book meant to be read by adults. And it's got, I don't want to say adult humor because that sounds nasty. I'm not talking adult humor, but it's delightful humor. But it's this little boy named Milo who's in a rut. And he walks home and he's in the doldrums and he starts this adventure. So I'm, I'm not going to do a spoiler alert. You've got to read it. <laughs> but I find that in my unmotivated ruts, I go find something it, uh, and it's a book. I expose my neurons and my brain to something new. It could be culinary cooking. It could be on musicianship. It could be in any category of something that I don't know. And I have found simply by feeding my brain cells in areas that maybe are a little bit of a Jahari window for me, that brings in neurological energy, literally because you're exercising your brain, but I find that as you bring that energy in, it brings in additional energy that then helps me work out of the rut that can be so deep and difficult to get out of otherwise. What was that book called? The Phantom, Phantom Toll, booth. Toll Booth. Okay, cool. It is one of my most, I love reading. It is the most delightful, humorous, fun, thought-provoking story that you could ever read to yourself, but definitely to read to kids too. Past unmotivated ruts are usually accomplished through little wins. And it's a, I will get up early today. I will go just, I'm going to exercise and it may not be my full hour workout. It's going to be 15 minutes and then I'm back out. Um, but you walk your way through little wins. The other thing is, is through relationships. It's through connecting with other people. Um, they often can see things in you that you can't see in yourself, especially in certain low seasons or seasons that you feel unproductive. Um, I think as artists, as musicians, we often will look at the fruit, right, of what we're producing, and we forget how much growth happens on a tree during the winter. All the leaves have fallen off and all the fruit has fallen off, but the roots are growing deep. And so we all have seasons where we're reading a lot, we're absorbing a lot, we're learning poetry, we're watching inspiring films, we're having great conversations. We're not writing songs, right? And it feels like we're failing, but we're not. We're actually getting deeper and deeper. And so when the, when the summer hits, when the spring hits, man, then that stuff's just ready to go. I really like that, yeah. the, the trees, the roots getting deeper. But the fruits falling off, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. remember that. Yeah. It, the, the magic there, the, the discipline there is, is to be graceful with yourself during the winter seasons, right? Mm -hmm. whenever, whenever summer goes away, and winter comes, we don't say that summer's broken. We understand it's a natural rhythm, but when it comes to producing art, we get upset with ourselves, right? We get mad mm -hmm. and we get frustrated that it's not coming. Well, it's just, it's winter, man. There's no apples on the trees. It's yeah. cool, everybody chill out, right? Mm -hmm. And that's hard. Mm -hmm. It seems like part of that is, I mean, maybe I'm not, maybe this is like taking it too far, but you know, 50 years ago, 75 years ago, you had to eat food when it was in season and you couldn't just exactly go to right. the store and get it. And so there was that constant reminder mm. of that kind of pattern in life. Right. And, you know, unless you live in the Mediterranean, 
but um, you know, for most of us that have seasons, then it's not there anymore. And it's kind of easy to forget, I guess. Yeah. We're, I, I believe we're in a season of, for lack of better terms, we're living unanchored lives that are, I call them 72, 72, 72, right? We wake up out of our bed in air conditioned or heated homes at 72. We get an air conditioned heated cars at 72. We go to an office and then we go back and we just don't have any more rhythms. The, you know, we have lights. And so we don't experience darkness when we don't want to, we don't experience boredom. We don't experience a lack of fruit for a season or vegetables. And we've just flattened everything out and our bodies haven't adjusted to that. They're not going to adjust to that. We've yeah. got to adjust back to seasons to. Yeah. and rhythms. Right. And when you commercialize art, then we're all faced with deadlines, right? And we're faced mm -hmm. with a team of people who are waiting on us for their food to eat, right? They need us to have our art to them. And sometimes that's not how art works. And that's frustrating. I think that getting out of a motivation rut has a whole lot more to do with discipline mm -hmm. than just about anything else. Um, people think that they're going to, and in fact, I used to get parents who would come to me and say, well, I want my um, child to take lessons, but how do I know if they're really going to like it? And I would say to them, they aren't going to like it. There are like, you know, 2% of the population who really want to practice. All right. And they are few and far between. Um, but, but they probably won't, but that doesn't mean that they aren't going to like it or that they aren't going to need this for their soul or that they mm -hmm. aren't going to be great at this. And, um, I think it's the same way we, we call ourselves short when we think that we have to feel like it in order to enjoy doing it. And normally that's what happens when we get out of the motivation is that we don't feel like it anymore. Well, let me just wake you up and tell you this. There are a whole lot of people who are going to work every single day who don't feel like going to work. And, <laughs> and there's a so lot true. of things you have to do in life that you don't feel like doing. But it's like my mom said, do what you know is right and the feelings follow. Mm. That's exactly how it happens with motivation. You have to be disciplined. You have to get it back out again and the feelings do follow. And after a while and you're getting going again, then the momentum starts to build. So really it's just a matter of deciding it's your will to do it usually through the music of chopin is how i get out of that i notice that if i am depressed or sad if i start playing music of chopin it usually cures me and that's something that um is like a really big blessing to have discovered uh, i notice if i'm just playing rachmaninoff or bach or schubert or um, any of these wonderful composers, I, I'm often very happy playing those, but there's always something missing. Chopin's been a real big constant in my life. Um, it's really with that start task, that thing that I said at the first, that um, when I'm in a rut, um, first off, like first off, I'm going to be asking myself, am I doing the things that I, I know I really should be? And I use that word should very, very carefully. Um, but am I doing the things that I really need to be doing to take good care of my body? Am I sleeping enough? Am I eating healthy foods? Am I exercising? Um, when uh, Usually when I'm in a rut, it's because I've gotten so busy um, ahead of time and then all of a sudden I burn out, right? And then I'm just like, yeah, I just can't do it. Uh, so I first look at like when I recognize that I'm in a rut, like am I taking care of my physical body the way that I know I, I need to be? And then usually the answer is no. And then, so then I'm like, okay, I need to step that up. And then again, 
compassionate, kind, loving way, like how I would talk to a, a dear friend. Uh, and then the next thing is, is then I just start back. And ooh, like when you've been like on top of things, and then like you burn yourself out, and you, isn't it so hard to start back? Because it mm -hmm. feels like I've got to be, oh man, I used to be practicing four hours a day or whatever, and now I, I don't even touch. But, um, but just like, yeah, this is where I am. There's lots of really good reasons, maybe some not good reasons of why I'm here, um, but this is where we are, so let's start today. Right? And then it just, and like five minutes, like I, when I'm working with clients too, I use this like rule of five minutes or 10 minutes, right? Most of us know we can do about anything for five or 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So like, I would even be like, okay, here's the thing. If I'm gonna start, um, and if I hate it after 10 minutes, if I'm so miserable after 10 minutes, I can stop. And, right, and, and there have been times when I've let myself like stop like, yeah, we're good. I did 10 minutes. That's all I set out to do today. That was a win. Um, usually I get 10 minutes in and I'm like, oh, actually it's fine. I'm going to keep going, doing another thing, whatever thing I'm doing. But that's, yeah, the, with the rut, I would say number one is just evaluating like, how did I get here? Am I taking care of myself the way that I'm supposed to be? And if the answer is no, like what can, what little thing can I do today to, to get to feel a little bit better, to take a little bit better care of myself. Well, I also know that from a perspective of, you know, if you've achieved something at a really high level, that makes it even harder to come back from. Like, I know for me, I used to race at a really high level. You know, I'd run, bike, swim, and then I had a baby. And going back out and running and being literally twice as slow as I used to be is really unmotivating. So mm -hmm. um, that can that can be yeah, that, part of it. That why comparison thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I then like that shooting. Yeah. I like <laughs> exactly. how you say to just start because yeah. I definitely get caught in the, I need to finish it. And <laughs> really, I just need to start it. And then if I yeah. finish it, great. Awesome. That would feel so good to finish it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Motivation so to keep better. going. Yeah. 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 So I have definitely been in ruts and <laughs> felt unmotivated and, and I've experienced burnout and it's a very real thing. And um, just, you know, kudos to everybody who deals with it and gets through it because it's, it's real. Um, for me, a lot of it has to do with what I'm working on. Mm. Um, because if you're working on a project you're not super into, or if it has a lot of, um, corporate oversight, for example, or a, a client who's very demanding, um, that can be a drain on creativity and energy. And um, also, yeah, um, so the, those are some things that can drain creativity. I think having a balance in your workflow, if you can find time for creative projects that are less supervised and are less demanding, have looser deadlines and um, just sort of are more inspiring to you. If you can find a way to balance all that, I think that helps to overcome burnout and, um, and keep the motivation. Um, I think with like, like I said before, I think if you're like stuck and like, don't, you know, frustrated with yourself or something like that. Like for me, it's like always good to like pause, put it away, step aside, do something else and then come back to it. Um, and that's either like changing and playing something completely different or playing my happy piece or my fun piece or improvising or listening to music or if it's physically like I just need a break and we need to do something else whether that's like spending time in my garden or let's go for a walk um, to really like and then come back to it and know that you know um, consistency over time brings results 
So it's like, okay, if I'm not going to get it right now, then I can spend, you know, come back to it in the afternoon or I can, I can start fresh tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day and work on it. Um, and whatever, whatever it is it, of that rut. Um, and sometimes it's hard, you know, sometimes you're like, I don't want to go exercise at early in the morning. I don't, it's too cold, but you're like, okay, well, there's other ways that I can be healthy, um, you know, and not do that spinning class or whatever. Um, so I, I think, I think just being like kinder to yourself and being like, that's okay. It's totally okay. I can, I can stop and do this again, you know, give myself, come back to it in three hours. Um, and I think that part of our work culture and culture as musicians, um, we never feel like we're doing enough or we never feel like we've mastered it enough. I've never done with that piece, right? Um, and I think one of the reflections is like with COVID and our life on Zoom now, socially distanced, it's like, okay, we can take, we can take our time, the pressure's off. And I think that's, that's, that's the welcoming shift. Cause I think a lot of people were burnt out mm-hmm. with their work, with, you know, um, not being able to breathe. Well, usually I just try to switch things up, honestly. So if I'm stuck in a musical rut, I will switch activities and I will go hard learning chess for a few months until I realize that I'm never going to be really great at chess. <laughs> and then I go back to music, which I can be mediocre at and enjoy, you know. Um, yeah, no, I, I really do like uh, rotating whatever the focus I uh, it whatever my focus is. So, you know, and, and, and even within music, there's so many different focuses. There's, you know, there's, um, for me, there's improvising, there's composing, there's the technical aspects of saxophone playing and practice. Um, there's the aural aspect of it. Um, and then there's the teaching aspect of it. And I get caught up in, you know, in all of those and, and rotate through them. And, and I hit roadblocks and I move to another one. And then I come back with my mind refreshed. You know, there's that, there's that idea that you need to let a problem and information kind of sit in your head and uh, before you solve it. And so I find myself trying to solve the problem, learning about solving a problem, moving away from the problem and then solving the problem. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that you've still been able to achieve success, not like obsessing over one thing until you get it. That, that, that's yeah. actually happened? Wow. That's actually happened though. I mean, obviously there are huge periods of growth that come from obsessing over one thing too. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh-huh. it's, it's, a, it's a balance, right? Obsess, don't obsess, do both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a really, really good question. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, I, I too have experienced um, some, some really low points depression and um and even you know anxiety around trying to get started with a project or finish a project and just feeling like you're in that rut and I used to beat myself up so hard you know that I wasn't doing enough you know and and feeling like feeling like I was never rested enough um was a big a big thing for me like I'm feeling like I always needed sleep um but always pushing myself to like, no, 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 you can't be in a rut. Like resisting that feeling, like I gotta do stuff. Like this is, this is who I am. I'm a hard worker, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I've come to find at this point that when those periods happen, 
I do better when I embrace them. Like this is, this is a, a sign from myself that I need to step back and I need to just embrace uh, the rest that I need. And inevitably like for as much as, as when we're in that rut and we're pushing to get out of it, uh, and the harder we push, it's like, it almost seems like the longer the period of the rut exists, right? that just taking the moment to acknowledge, going back to the stress thing, like acknowledging that you might be in need of a rest, uh, shortens the duration of that rut just by a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just acknowledging that it's there and it's, it's okay to need rest. What a great interview. Thank you so much for listening and watching. And we truly hope that you have found some tools to put in your toolbox. Our podcast, as a reminder, can be found on various platforms as well as on YouTube. Once again, feel free to send us a DM or voice message with anything that you'd like to see in the future. Um, we often post announcements and upcoming guests on our social media. So if that's interesting to you, you should go and give us a follow. Yeah, we would love some follows. And lastly, while we do love doing this for free, podcasting is not free. So if you really like what we're doing and have uh, gained some value from our show, there are a few ways that you can support us. You could share with your friends. You could rate and review. And subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You could also shop our merch, uh, which you might have seen in our YouTube videos, or become a supporter through a donation at the Anchor Podcast link in the show notes below. Thanks for watching. See you later.